Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Back Porch Overs Club, episode 25. 25, that is a quarter of a way to 100. The century mark is we're heading to. Man, I am Back Porch Nate. I'm so happy to be back again on another pod with you guys. It is June 15th, 2023, the year of our Lord. I am joined on the Back Porch tonight with my boy Scott, Back Porch Scott, a.k.a. Scotty D, a.k.a. Scotty Betts, a.k.a. Scotty Wins. He is here. We're going to talk a lot about NBA Finals, NHL, NHL Finals, Stanley Cup, uh, MLB, Dog Days of Summer, football's upon us. Let's get it going. Hey, Scott, how are you, buddy? Well, this morning, Nate, I woke up to a nice future uh, cashed into my bank account, um, and then I ran to Amazon to go and spend it. So uh, the dog days of summer are here. The future has been cashed. Uh, We'll talk about futures and tying up your money, but I will say the risk and reward is worth seeing that plus sign in the bank account. It was great to cash that future on the Vegas Golden Knights. Tell you, I was telling everybody what you were cashing in on recently. Yeah, so you Vegas Golden Knights. Give us a little background on uh, on uh, what you won. Uh, so I had thirty five to win two eighty seven for the uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, we bet them uh, the day that we got to Vegas last month, beginning of May weekend of Kentucky Derby. I believe it was the second round of the playoffs, and you know every. Second round. Yeah, it was like I think it was game one of the second round that uh, yeah. night, um, and everyone was were- like, everyone in in Vegas was like, man, the the Knights got a chance. Like Boston got eliminated. Like this yeah. might be the year for us. And it was like, all right, you know, I'm drinking the Kool Aid here in Vegas. Like let's put some let's put some cash down on it. You went with the locals. You went yeah, with the locals. locals. Were ready. They were. The locals knew what they were talking about. Yep. They knew they what they were, were talking buzzing. about. We were yeah. happy. We we saw the cash. Um, come in today, and that's the reward. That, that's that my first reward. championship future that I've cashed. So we'll always have the 2022-2023 Vegas Golden Knights. Well, congratulations, buddy. I'm very happy on you on that one. Thanks. Hey, we're All we do is win here in the Back Porch Overs Club. We don't win a lot of money, but we still win. Like We're not like big ballers. We're not just throwing like, car payments down and trying to, like, you know. Get yeah, a little, little pizza money. Pizza money, steak money. Take your family out for steak money. <laughs> Make your white, you know, you win, put 10 down, you win 50. Boom, bring her some roses. She's happy that you're winning. Everyone's happy. No one is mad about it. So they were plus, how much were they plus what? Uh, I had them at plus 600. Well, I had them, I bet them a small amount after, game uh, before game one at plus 600 and then after game two when it was split one one it was up to plus 750 so i i sprinkled a little bit more on so a little was a little bit, yeah a little bit a little bit extra on the, on the second bet um so that was awesome yeah let's let's just get into nhl while we're segueing into it i mean the, i would say the nhl conference finals were mm-hmm. way better than the stanley cup yeah, I think the the Panthers just they ran out of steam. I think it was their, steam. Their style of hockey, and I'm not I'm not a huge puck head, but um, yeah. I, I was able huge, to watch this. Not a huge puck heads here. We're just learning. We're novice puck people. 
Yeah, it just seemed like their style of play wasn't fit to uh, to play against Vegas. And yeah. what I what I've noticed in the small time that I've watched hockey is that the goalie is just it's so important. Um, it might be the second most important position in all professional sports right behind the quarterback, because if your goalie has the yips, um, you ain't going to do anything. And I think that's what we saw happen with Florida. I believe that they changed goalie like in the first series of the playoffs. And then they went on a, they went on a hot run and then Vegas, uh, geez, they, Aid him. That's what his name is. Not Aiden. That that's aid him. Him up. That's what they did. They ate him up. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, on the Panther side of things because in our household we're Panther fans because mm-hmm. my wife is from Fort Lauderdale. So their goalie, Panthers goalie, was electric during yeah. Eastern Conference Final. Yeah, Bob was electric. awesome. Bob was awesome, and then he just went down the drain. Um. I don't know. I just know that it's probably super hard to uh, find a puck when it's coming 90 miles an hour and there's dudes in front of your face. Yeah. The whole time. Like, that's pretty hard. Not to mention um, you're on ice skates. And you're on ice skates. And, yeah, it's it, it's wild. My number one thing is why don't they just get, like, 6'10", like, 350 goalies? Yeah, I, they I cover, always. They cover the width. They're, they're really big. The goalies. They're they they're cover the width. Things. It's the width, not the height. Yeah, right. You no, know dude, just sit down. Just like, all right, come on, score. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> my pop closed and everything else is closed. You have this barely. You have like, like a three inch, you know, slit to throw this thing through. Like I don't know. I'm just thinking about that. I was like, if I were a team, I would just find like Billy Bob. Yeah. Billy Bob condition him to sit on skates for some skates. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, hopefully, his hand-eye coordination is good enough. It, it was very sad the way um, that that series ended. Like it was Florida it going really down was. nine to three. Like very, I very mean, sad. Like pathetic way to go out, and it, it just seemed like it was going to happen that way it, when they scored. When they had, they were up four one. The faces you could just see the faces of the Panthers. Yeah, just a defeat. Like we we can't do this. We had a great run. This was awesome. You know, kudos to Vegas. They came out and shooting. Yeah, uh, Panthers. You know, like I said, we're not we're novices here. But the, what I did learn about the Panthers is is they're very selective with their shots. Mm-hmm. Um, while Vegas wasn't, they were just shooting left and right, dude. And uh, I think the more shots you shoot, the more opportunities you have to make them go in the goal. So yeah. let that be a lesson uh, in life, everyone. But uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was fun. Uh, it was definitely fun. Hockey's fun. Uh, I want to get more into hockey uh, coming up this coming season uh, because I did learn a lot more about it. Now, being a Predators fan myself – the Predators have been in the Stanley Cup. I still didn't really know anything about hockey, though. This 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 year was the first time I'm actually, you know, kind of go zoning in on hockey and trying to learn it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, let's uh, you know, let's keep these people updated. The NBA NBA final mm-hmm. just ended. Yeah, what NBA finals. What's, uh, what's what's going on there? The uh, the great uh, 
Mike Malone, what, what a coach, what a story. Uh, they kept the team together. So um, I give them props. I don't get to watch a lot of Nuggets basketball, um, but I will say when I was watching them in that Lakers series as a huge LeBron fan, um, <laughs> I looked at that team and I was like, wow, this team just has so much chemistry. Like they know what they are doing. Um, yeah. Like they just knew where they were going to be passing the ball. Um, it just, it, it looked unfair. And that's when I knew that if Boston didn't beat Miami, that they were going to, uh, they were going to win it easily. And they did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about basketball being a short white guy um, in round. I look like a basketball, but I'm not good at basketball. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah, watch it, any Nugget games the, at all. Knew the they nuggets, were good. I knew they were good. The Nuggets parade today were. was awesome. Uh, As it should be. They deserve Jokic. it after <laughs> – they deserve it. That city deserves it after having Colorado Rocky baseball and Russell Wilson football. Yes, that, that is very true. <laughs> um, they had um, – Let's see. They they had a uh, KCP was absolutely obliterated. Uh, Jokic uh, decided that he actually wanted to party today. I saw in his speech he was like, he's like, this is awesome. Like I never want to leave. Even though like after the game uh, the other night he was like, I don't I want to get home to my horses. Like I have to go home. What do you mean? I have to go home to Thursday. I want to go home. (laughs) So I I will say. that it was a little disappointing when you talk about the matchup. Um, yeah. Like it was definitely not anticipated, but watching the Nuggets play, um, I think that we might have seen the end of super teams in the NBA mm-hmm. is kind of the way that I saw the way this series unfold. Uh, so I think that that is a great thing for the NBA in the upcoming future. Uh, one thing it. that hasn't been addressed, and I don't know why, because we were all anticipating it, uh, the John Morant suspension uh, wasn't announced. Not uh, yet. Silver was like, no, I'm going to wait until after the – late. And then now everyone's talking about the NBA draft. So Yeah, you know, the league moves on, right? So, you know, the – the finals were fun, but it wasn't what the NBA scriptwriters wrote. Yeah. They wrote up uh, Lakers Celtics. And we didn't get it. And it just seemed like no one cared. No one cared about the Nuggets being a very, very, very balanced team and a team with good depth and a team that pretty much dominated all year mm-hmm. from from the get go. But the most imp- the most impressive thing about the entire uh in, like entire thing was the numbers that Joker put up. Like what was it? It was a video game numbers. He was yeah, game. he said a record was at six hundred points. Yeah, he had the most. He was the first player in NBA history to lead the NBA playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists in the same postseason. Out of the in history of yeah. the NBA, like if you're listening to that. It's 2023. We've gone through greatness. A lot of good players. A lot of good players. And this Serbian, who was picked last in the All-Star game, pickup game, 
This year. This year. Not like last year. Not like he was young. This year, this guy did that. And he was unstoppable. There's nothing you could do about it unless you hack him and foul him. Yeah. It, and he, yeah, it's insane. He what he what he was doing. He just looks so unathletic doing he it. He looks so unathletic, but he's so he's so graceful when mm-hmm. he's shooting, uh, when he's assisting. He is two steps ahead of everyone he's, on the court. He is, and it's just like you look you look at it and you're like, all right, a league dominated by athletes. Purest athletes, one of the best athletes in the world, right? All the like, NBA guys mm. are great at being athletes. And then you have this guy and this guy. <laughs> he just loves horses. He, yeah. He loves Serbia, loves his family. Like, like and he's he, just, and the, he's setting, he is literally breaking records. The, the funniest, the funniest, uh, the funniest stat. Well, not really stat. The funniest fact yeah. of Jokic is that when he got drafted, uh, his name flashed across the bottom. They didn't have anyone walk up to the podium and announce it. He was literally drafted in the middle of a Taco Bell commercial. Yeah, it was like, during a Taco Bell commercial, it was like Jokic. It was like, like, Jokic definitely lives Moss. So that's what it's all about, man. <laughs> he lives Moss. Lives Big Moss. That was honestly a sign. Yeah, those signs. You got to pick those signs. On athletic, well, getting picked <laughs> during Taco Bell commercials. Absolutely like, awesome. You know, Denver's happy to have him. We're happy to watch him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be uh, paid handsomely. He's not going to get any endorsements because he doesn't want to do. Any yeah, he's, guy just guy just, just wants. Yeah, I don't even think he wants to play ball. Like he's just no, he he's just doing it for the for the check so he can he's doing. Buy, buy more horses. Buy more horses. He's gonna um, have a horse in the Derby. Yeah one one day. I can't wait. It's gonna, that horse gonna be that horse gonna be electric. Yeah. Um, but, speaking of futures bets, um, yeah. I think I threw away fifty dollars today by betting on Brooks and Max Homa to win this tournament because. Xander Shoffley minus eight. They said the winner was going to be between minus six and minus nine. Xander Shoffley and Ricky Fowler just go out and shoot 62s on the course record here in LA and uh, just going to, looks like they're going to route the field. I mean, they're already <laughs> at, the, at the point where the experts thought the winner was going to be. So they just got to like play par golf the rest of the way. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with pin locations tomorrow. Uh, to try to make it, to try to make it harder, but harder, yeah. I feel like uh, feel like minus eight on the first round is not what the what the PGA Tour was looking for, and uh, I'm kind of very concerned with my with my picks. But you know what? I I back my boys. I I think I should bet on them for every, boys. every tournament uh, because they'll they'll win eventually. But Brooks is great <laughs> at playing in majors, so. Uh, yeah. He's also a rough start right now, but even Rory's minus three, and they're only through like seven or eight holes right now. I think so. I mean, the looking at the hole, it's it's in LA. Like, how hard it can it get? Yeah, like, I mean, the, the rosters are bad. No, no big trees. No yeah, crazy it's like underbrush. Beautiful course. Yeah, so, but I mean, I it is day one, so I don't want to overreact. I think the course we played last weekend was harder than this. <laughs> nah, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. Those greens were uh, those greens were definitely uh, grass was awfully high. 
The amateur also just hit a hole in one, like two minutes before we went uh, on this recording, and it was pretty electric. Um, I love it. US and it was the second US second US one today. So that's US Open. The that's US awesome. Open. Yeah. yeah, the U.S. Open is great. Um, I which is your favorite of the majors? What's which that? Your favorite? Which is your favorite of all the majors? I mean, I I I love Augusta. I love so the I Masters. Love the is Masters is just something about that course and these guys. I mean, they play. Yeah, Rory's only on hole six and he's minus three. So yeah, it it how's isn't he get out of that. God. Yeah, I don't know how he's gonna hit, and he just nailed Rory. Rory might be locked in. Thickest rough. I've yeah, that's how it is around been, a lot of the well, whole. Yeah, because USGA, uh, US Open regulates that the rough has to be like seven inches high. Yeah, it's wow. ridiculous. Uh, that looks like a pasture in someone's farm. It really does. And he just flopped that up there with his freaking 60. Yeah. If you're not, hey, if you're watching this or replay, this is incredible stuff. I love, no, it. We, I love it. We played some good golf, though, Scott. Don't, don't. All right. If y'all, if you're listening, Scott and I and Ryan, we were at a wedding. Our buddy uh, Christian's wedding was this weekend. Shout out. No free shout outs. <laughs> but uh, it was his wedding. And uh, we were groomsmen. We got there a couple days earlier. Had a great Airbnb. We had a good time. We played golf um, at a local course in, in Orlando, Central Florida. And uh, we had a blast, man. Hey, there's Jake. Jake, Jake is in here. Jake is Jake, in. Jake's a huge golf Yo, guy. Huge Dude, golf guy. Massive. Jake. Me and Brooks kept uh, always. Playing <laughs> we already we talked, about, about, talked about Brooks. So long, yeah, yeah. Jake. If you're listening on the audio version of this, Jake just joined us. Uh, Jake was also at this wedding and also a groomsman at this wedding as well. Uh, we had a phenomenal weekend uh, with the boys. Uh, back porch dominated as always. Um, Jake, it looks like you're muted still, bud. Yeah, no, I just I, I muted it. To, uh, I had to. I'm having yep. to do this for my phone, so if the quality. That's not okay. Up no, the quality's fine. But, we'll edit. Yeah, you're gonna, it's all post. Those Apple stuff, microphones are like so legit. They make audio sound great for wired yeah. phones. It's insane. Yeah. Little magic. That's all that matters. Hey, you can you keep meeting yourself. It's cool though. But Jake, catch us up, man. We we just started talking to NHL. Do you have anything to say about the NBA? Uh, we talked about the finals. What was your take on the finals? Yeah, I think it's just time. You know, I, I really made me happy that the Heat lost, and it really made me happy that we can stop talking about Jason Tatum choking in the finals because now we have a new superstar <laughs> that couldn't even put up the same numbers that Tatum choked with. In last year's finals, and that's Jimmy Butler. I mean, Hemothy could not show up. Uh, is he really Hemi Butler now, or is he just a choke artist? I don't know. I, I, some are some are saying, not me. Some are saying. People are saying the lights are too bright. The street lights must be too bright for Jimmy at the finals, just like they were for Tatum. It that's all I'm going to say. Maybe his focus wasn't there because of his coffee. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. He's, yeah, he's too busy trying to sell coffee down Coffee there. now, yeah. Yeah, y'all, y'all know about that story, right? Yeah. About how he started his coffee company. Yeah. Yeah, in the bubble. Even he started $20 a cup. $20 a cup. And the reason why is because people always had hundreds. <laughs> he was like, yeah, normally everybody has hundreds in the bubble. Well, you know, he said when they were paying them, like their per diem mm-hmm. in the bubble, they they just gave him check. Like they gave him uh, envelopes full of hundreds. And so I guess if Dang. I just, if, if I just, 
you know, everyone wants coffee. So I'll just make my coffee $20 and no one can break the change. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he came out of the bubble, friggin', you know, coffee entrepreneur, a connoisseur, hence why his ball, why his basketball game is lacking, obviously. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I was excited to see. I mean, as a Celtics fan, I don't think we're beating Jokic and the boys. So it doesn't, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter to me. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Out. But here's the deal. I love Jokic's reaction to everything. To me, I know I know people are like, oh, why can't he be like Kobe and cry or Jordan and cry and all this stuff? And I know there was surrounding circumstances around a lot of those photos and things that have happened in, outside, in the outside of the basketball world. But, dude, come on. You're telling me this fat kid from freaking overseas comes in, dominates. I mean, it wasn't even close. He he had more yeah. points, rebounds, and assists than any yeah, player all time in the finals. Too. Like, and that's and a the, wild stat in the final. The history of basketball, dude. And he's just like, I want to go home, and be with my horses, and see my go family. Home. Like, dude, amazing. And then he's, and then they tell him there's a parade on Friday. He's like, uh, oh, no. I gotta wait to go home. <laughs> that's I love incredible. It. And I get it. I get it. Like big it. time sports fans are like, oh, you know, he should be celebrating. Nah, Aaron Gordon did enough of that for the whole team. Yeah. Let Jokic be who he is. It's okay to have one guy that's different in the league. Like it's fine, and and it just so happens to be the best player in the league and he, at this moment. And he was with his brothers. Like they celebrate differently. I'm assuming like how the Eastern European person is. Like they're not gonna like cry because they won basketball, but like they're gonna celebrate with their team. Yeah, correct. Because he did celebrate with his team. I love the <laughs> after he shook everybody's hand though. He after shook he shook everybody's every hand, yep. every hand, yeah, gentleman, the gentleman, which is a gentleman. And then like him and his brothers, like lifted their head coach up like in celebration, like that was Malone. cool. And Malone then, like, was loving it. Malone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike Malone was so drunk today, Jake. I don't know if you saw the video. He like he 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 was. Uh, they were talking about uh, Bruce Brown about because he's on a one year deal, and he was like. You think Bruce Brown's leaving this place? Hell no. We're running this shit back. And like he's like and like Bruce Brown's like looking at him like, you you gonna pay me the money that I'm gonna get? Cause I'm about to get the bag like in free agency. Like uh-huh. you can't you can't speak for me. But he was he was hammered. He had a shirt on that said, put put that in your pipe and smoke it. Like yeah. after uh, the game his game one uh press conference after they won against the Lakers and their the story was the the Lakers losing, not the Nuggets like dominating and he told Same them to like put that, up, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Like Love just it. just all time awesome for Denver. I mean forty seven years, never won the title, never been to the finals. It's so. always great to see a franchise um to get their first one. Yep. Cause sometimes sometimes that's all it takes. And then mm-hmm. They build a dynasty, or they are they're just con- they're just for the you know they reach the mountaintop and they just stayed there. So kudos yeah. to them, and they've been trying hard. Yeah. Um. Um. I want your guys' opinion uh, on something else. Um. Yeah. Moving away from the NBA because I was talking, I was talking to Nate offline with this Jake, um, and there's the rumored report. We all love hard knocks football seasons upcoming. We'll talk some CFB and uh, SMNFL here soon, but first off we got to get the, we got to hash this up with the hard knocks rumor that they're going to go back to the lions this year. The, the lions became like the NFL's like love fest team because of hard knocks and everyone loves like the undrafted guys and man Campbell and 
all of that. But, it was fun. It was interesting. Yeah, yeah, really it's good fun. hard knocks. But but here's the thing: like everyone found it's the same. You know, you know what it is. It's history repeating itself. Everyone fell in love with the Cleveland Browns in 2018 in Hard Knocks. They loved Baker. They loved they loved the way that uh, Hugh Jackson was talking about driving the bus. Like when you're sitting in my seat, you can drive your own bus one day too. And then they had a they had a good um, they had a good season. They won seven games. And then 2019, everyone's all hyping them up like, oh, they're going to win the division. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. Like they're the next team. And then they come out and fall flat on their face. Jake, do you feel that the Lions are going to come out and fall flat on their face? Because I think that the Love Fest is going to be over for the Lions this year. Hot take, Jake. I mean, here's the thing. The Lions are still the Lions, right? I mean, did did, did overnight, because they got to go on a TV show, they become relevant? Or are they still the Lions? And that's so all. They uh, play uh, that, schedule. And let me say something about Hard Knocks. If they go back to the Lions, they are accepting that they have no new ideas and they can't figure it out. I mean, to be completely honest with you, there's a better version of Hard Knocks. I know you guys aren't soccer guys, but it's called All or Nothing. It's on Amazon and they follow um, different soccer teams throughout their season, which is kind of like mm-hmm. Hard Knocks in season. 20 times better than Hard Knocks because – they choose a different team every year, just like mm-hmm. Hard Knocks had done forever. So if they go back yeah, to the Lions, I mean, to me, if you're going to go back to the Lions, do the in-season Hard Knocks on the Lions and do a preseason Ooh. with a whole different team, yeah, then, then at least better. you get a different experience because we all know that Dan Campbell's going to talk about biting off kneecaps. Like it's yeah. it's going to be the same It'll thing. So yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think they should one. go. I don't think they should go back. But I I don't. I think the Lions have a chance to be better. I mean, they had a lot of games last year, correct me if I'm wrong. Weren't they really close in a lot of games? I know close doesn't count in the mm. NFL or any other sport that we care about. Mm. Um, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of games that are close in. And they did add some pretty key pieces. I don't know if they'll fall on their face or just be you know, a little better than mediocre. Mm-hmm. Uh, playoffs will be tough, but I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a um, – that's a good question, but I don't think they're going to get 15 rushing touchdowns from a running back this year. Let's just get into it. Scott, pull up their schedule. Yeah, let's let let's, let's get into let's get into the Lions. Let's get into the Lions. Let's talk about it. This is we're talking, uh, while talking Scott's about. while Scott is looking at the Lions schedule, I'm with I'm with Jake, and they it, you're HBO. Like, show a little more creativity. Don't go back there. Just because the ratings were good doesn't mean you have to go back and get the same ratings because you're probably not, All right? Um, I would say in season would be better. Yeah. I want to see. Easy. I'm not gonna lie. Huh? <laughs> Their schedule's kind of easy. I'm not I'll gonna say, lie. We can go into that. Their schedule's kind of easy. I think uh, personally, I just think they then uh, in season to show a different perspective of how um, Campbell and the coaches operate with their with their um, team. And like seeing how different, seeing how different, you know, uh, preseason meetings are, position meetings are, and post and like during season uh, meetings are, and how the players interact with each other, and and seeing how their families interact and stuff like that. So, yeah, I would like to see the cult because that's honestly preseason culture is you know the sky's the limit. But when you're in the thick of it, when you're in the trenches midseason, I want to see um, where that if that grit message is still there. I think if you're, you're going to do preseason, follow them through the season. I mean, follow if you're going to do preseason with them again, don't choose another team to follow through the season. Just follow them through the season. Yeah. And then next year, like I said, 
the way that that all or nothing does it is really cool because they start in preseason with the soccer team they fall into the whole season hard knocks needs to go to that model because last year was kind of lame they went from the lions and then they went to the cardinals and like the lions was awesome and then you flipped over to the cardinals for in season it's like man this is kind of lame so they should just choose one team for preseason and in season roll with it for a year and choose a different team cool. the next year I like to see that just say i like that i mean all or nothing. I've seen that on Amazon. I'm gonna check that out. Mm-hmm. There's, I, that out. I mean, my my EPL team uh, was followed two years ago, Arsenal, and it was it was just a really cool look because there was some drama yeah, mid season. Yeah, there was there was some drama mid season with a player that basically broke team rules, and you got to see literally how Arteta, the head coach, dealt oh. with it, and and then they basically sold him for free. He they huh. got no, zero dollars for that player just to get him away because he was just creating a talk. But, like, you got to see it because it was middle of the season, middle of the transfer window. Literally minutes for the transfer window ends, Obama Yang's gone by for zero dollars. And as an Arsenal Arsenal fan, you're sitting there going, we just gave away this top-notch striker for free, and then you got to see all or nothing. You're like, okay. I, I agree. That. I agree with it. So it was kind of it's kind of cool to get to see stuff like that with all. It's always so. it's always cool to to get a sneak peek behind the veil. Yeah, of how things are made. You know, I remember on um, uh, season two of the the JUCO what on Netflix the JUCO football program. What is that called? Last chance you. Last last chance you season two. Uh, that head coach. He got a lot of flack for how he talks. And like he said, listen, no one cares how the sausage gets made as long as the end product's good. Yep. Right. But now everyone has their own opinion now because they got a chance to go into the sausage factory and see what's actually how it's made. That's true. So I want to see how it's made. I want to see. I want to see the stress on these coaches. I want to know how hard it is to manage a roster. I wonder how hard it is to keep the culture alive and during a season, like 17 games, you're with these guys more than your family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see that. I want to, I want to know how close these guys are as brothers. I want to see how close these coaches are to each other. So like, I like, you know, we see coaches get fired at coaches, but that, that affects the assistant coaches more. So I want to see that. So I'm excited for it. Um, um, if they get it, cool. If not, whatever. But um, yeah, I like I like to see a full season thing, like you just said, Jake. That would be really cool. Let's go through. Scott's ready. He has the Lions cupcake schedule uh, for us. So let's go. With yeah. It, Scott. Real All quick, right, real so quick, real quick. Is Turkey, Goff yeah. is Goff still projected as their starter? Yes. Yeah. So and then, Hook, and then right Hooker's the backup. Right Hooker now, is right? the backup. And okay. Hooker, cool. And then they get the running back. Uh, who's their running back? Because they traded Swift and they Jameer got Gibbs. Gibbs, right? Okay. Yeah, they got cool. Gibbs they, and they Montgomery signed. And yeah, Gibbs. David Montgomery. Okay. And, and I know they signed. A, I know yeah. they signed like an offensive lineman. That was pretty a pretty decent signing. So okay, go for it. They've done a lot in the offseason. They position themselves very. Very well for success in offseason. Their defense is still dog. Their defense is still it's, pretty bad. It's still boo-boo. But yeah. it's a whole lot better than last year. Yeah. Well, so they were giving up like 40 points a game last yeah. year. So. I thirty-five. Um, so they open up. They have the Kansas City Chiefs in KC on the opening game 
um, Thursday oh. night. Uh, chalk that up as an L. Yeah, uh, ring ceremony, you're taking an L. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll be. I hope it's a good game, but it's an L. Yeah. Me too. It'll 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 be a good game, but it is not. Uh, tickets as low as two hundred and seventy five dollars. Oh wow! Um, then week two they have uh, they go home for two. They get Seattle and then Atlanta. Seattle will be tough. Uh, Atlanta sucks. So uh, they probably on the road is a win for them. Now if it's Seattle at home, I would I would give Seattle. Yeah. Really well, no, they are. They're they're at home for these two, Seattle and Atlanta. So, oh, they're road games for the Lions. Yep. No, 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 no. They're at home. Oh, okay. Home yeah, I'm giving the Lions both those wins. Yeah, that's. I think that it's a toss up against Seattle, but I think that they should that they should uh they should beat Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta um, has no offense that compares to their offense. They'll just be a shootout. Both teams have terrible defense. Yeah. Uh then they have Thursday night on the road in Green Bay division game. I don't know what Jordan Love is. No like if Jordan did. Love give him plays, a dub. Give him a dub. That's a W. That's All a right. dub just because of Jordan Love. I, I, if yeah. I remember him five years ago at Nevada, he he went to Nevada. If he was that good he would have gone to a Pac twelve school. Yeah. Um, then they play at home versus Carolina. Uh, yeah, that's a win. Uh, and, I don't but but one of these rookie quarterbacks is gonna have a great rookie season. It happens every year. Is yep. so it's gonna be is it gonna be Stroud or is it gonna be Bryce? And mm-hmm. we might be surprised. They they could lose they could lose that one. They could lose that game. Oh, you know what? Let's, give, let's the give them a loss. Let's humble them. Let's give them I'll, a loss. I mean okay, two verse one, but I will say uh then the home game against the Panthers defense, they should mm. win. They, they should, should win. win. But should I'm, win I'm we'll saying, see. I'm saying one it's of these NFL. two quarterbacks has got to pop off. So I mean, yeah. I, yeah. you just don't know. But yeah, we'll give them. A, we can give them. It doesn't matter. We can give, give them a win L. or a give loss. A yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> give them a tie. Uh, then they go to. They go on the road for two. They play Tampa and Baltimore. Um, win against Tampa, loss against yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, agreed. Well, then, yeah, same thing. Then they have the they have a home game versus the Raiders on Monday night. Um, oh, that's a win. Raiders. I don't know the Raiders. The Ra- I don't know. Yeah, depending if Jimmy G throwing the ball too. I mean, they got they they drafted. Uh, what's it called? Um, the the tight end, right? What's what what's their offense Kincaid? looking like? No, no, Kincaid went to yeah. Buffalo. Michael, Michael Mayer. They got Michael Mayer. Michael Mayer. Uh, no, but they got they got Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers and Hunter Renfro. So, and then they have uh, Austin Hooper. So, and oh, third tight end on the Vegas Raiders. Shout out OJ Howard. What a buzz. <laughs> um, wow. The uh, thing is, no. the thing is, by that point of the season, is Jimmy G going to be healthy? Yeah, that's that's the so question. If Jimmy G's. Well, I'm going to say he won't be, and I'm going to give the Lions a dub there. For me well, personally. if Jimmy G's not healthy, there's a chance that Tom Brady's going to be playing quarterback for them. So no, we no, all know, we all know, and, it, and you know what? You know what? Maybe I will give it a, a dub because I'm pretty sure Jared Stidham's there, right? Am I right? Yeah, is yeah. There? Is there yeah, yeah, give him a give him a dub. He played at a pretty decent university. Yeah, let's give him a dub. No, Raiders dub. No Raiders. The Raiders will be lucky to win like three, four games. So Josh bad. McDaniels will be fired by this time or what? Year Maybe. two of a uh, letdown. It's mm-hmm. technically not his fault, but yeah, he'll go back to Bill. Yeah. Uh, then they have a bye week and then they go to the Chargers, who are the most overrated team in the NFL. 
but Chargers midseason. Chargers midseason is good. Chargers. So I'm going to give them an L. That's an yeah. L on the road at San Diego. I will also, this is a hot take here, but I'm going to give them an L at home against the Bears. I think the Bears are good. I think year. I think the Bears, I don't, I'm not falling into the Justin Field hype. Not at all. Yeah. But the Bears are a better team. I'll give right. it to the Bears. I'll give it to I'll the give Bears. I'll give the Bears. The Bears defense and the their Bears defense offense is, got better. Their defense um, is going to be really good. Yeah, so, so I'll, I'll give, give the Bears. Bears that one. The mm. Bears. Uh, then they get Green Bay at home. Dub. Game. They'll sweep the um, Green Bay this year. That is Thanksgiving. Ooh, that'd be a fun game to watch. That's the 1230 Thanksgiving game. Then they have New Orleans. They Wait. go to New Orleans. To New Orleans? Yeah, that's tough. Derek, Derek, I, I know, Derek, it. Carr, Derek Carr in, in oh, yeah, New Orleans. I think Derek Carr in New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. Jamal Williams is in New Orleans. Yeah, and so is Chris Olave. Olave. So Michael Thomas. Michael but he'll Thomas. Be he, yeah, uh, deep, New Orleans defense is still New Orleans defense. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I, I got New Orleans on that one. Um, then they go back to Chicago. They'll lose in Chicago. Yeah. You think so? And then this is this is the hard part of the schedule for the Lions, and this is where I can see it fall apart. They go home versus Denver, at Minnesota, at Dallas, home versus Minnesota. I think that they could finish lose the four in a row there. Is that yeah. to finish the season? That's to finish the season. All right, so do it again. Who's first? Denver. At Denver? Home versus Denver. Home versus Denver. Ah, there's so much. It's like. Oh, you're thinking like oh, I think Denver's I think gonna, I think Denver's gonna be better. better. I think Denver's gonna I think be better. I think better. Me too. Um, that's a loss to Denver because Denver will be. Then better. they go to Minnesota. Off. Then they go to Dallas on Saturday night. Loss. I think that's an L. And then they finish that's up home against then, Minnesota. Win. I think they, they split with Minnesota. But if they, Minnesota, if they lose those they get three in a by row, the Bears, yeah, they're. I didn't have it calculated how many wins we I get. I think we have them at They're nine. A wild card. It's a wild card because Minnesota's going to win the division. Yeah. Well, I think I think that calculates them close to nine and eight. Yeah. So I, I mean, that's than a, last year. That's close. That's that's about what I had. I, I think I their schedule is favorable, though. I didn't. Um, I didn't really take schedule, that into yeah. account earlier. If they fall flat on their face, though, with that schedule, Dan Campbell's got to be fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as much as I had hate, I'd hate to see him go. Yeah, he would be fired. Yeah, just means just means he's just spitting bricks and maybe know, they can poach it. a certain head coach from Cincinnati. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be real awesome. I think he's I think he locked down. It'd the be awful for you. <laughs> no, he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't under. It still makes zero sense because the the year that since he went to the Super Bowl and and uh, Jake, you know this, um, he was the betting favorite to be the first co- coach fired. Coach fired, yeah, I know. Which uh, which brings me to my next. I I don't know Segway. where. Yeah, I don't know where I found this earlier, but we were talking. They were talking about this on the radio the other day, and I'm trying to find where we can find it, but I'm on FanDuel right now. I'm looking at uh, NFL props. First coach fired this year. I'm feeling I'm feeling uh, Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley. First coach fired. I, I just – the he doesn't have a great record, like, overall. Yeah. yeah. Missed the playoffs two, two, two years. years in a row. 
Um, no, no, no. Yeah, he is it his third season or fourth season? His third. Yeah. So he missed the playoffs the first year when he could have went in if they got if they tied the game he would have made the playoffs. Yep. And they ended up missing the playoffs. Missing, yep. And then last year in the playoffs they had a twenty seven to nothing lead on Jacksonville and they blew it. Yeah. So he it was a ra- it was a road tired. game though. But if you're up twenty seven to nothing in the second half, yeah, you of deserve a football game. You I'm deserve with you. I'm with you. win the game. And the thing is, like, he didn't try to take time off the clock. He was trying to throw the ball and like make Justin Herbert like look yeah. like that dude, but he clearly isn't. Like, we all know Justin Herbert is Justin Herbert. He chokes. Like, that's what he did in college. Yeah, he was a choker. I mean, he had a really good Rose Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. After losing, Staley to go to the playoffs. Seat is very hot. Um, and Josh they do have Kellen Moore as their offensive coordinator now, so like he's destined for a head coaching job himself. Yeah. So like himself. they'd be quick. I think they might be quick to the boot because Brandon Staley's a defensive guy. Yeah, they um didn't they draft like a uh, a wide receiver in the first round? Did they draft Quentin Johnson? Who'd they draft? Uh, Quentin Johnson. I think it's Quentin. Johnson. You can look it up. I think it's Quentin Johnson though from TCU. Oh, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty because sure because it's three. That's three big wide receivers that yeah. they have. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, they and open. Then, up, they open up against Miami. That's actually a very good opening game. What a colorful game. Yeah, that is very colorful. That may be the most colorful game of the year. I wonder what they're gonna. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, Quentin Johnson yep. is who they. Quentin Johnson. Then they got a running back, didn't they? Uh, Isaiah Spiller. No. No. Who got the Spiller? Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, he was with Buffalo last year, so that yeah. would have been a, that would have been a trade uh, pre-draft trade, or yeah. they might have cut him because they got um, who the Bills? The Bills picked up a running back. Uh, from free agencies, James? No, not James. That was New England. Uh, anyways, yeah, yeah. Spiller was with uh, <laughs> was with the Bills last year yeah. for sure. So that's. Yeah. Um, I will point out this: if Justin Herbert gets hurt, the Chargers might be the worst team in the league. Who's it's, their backup? That's fair. Their backup quarterback right now is Easton Stick and Max Duggan. Ooh, Max Duggan. Do, do the Dugster could be okay, but not for the NFL. I don't know. Yeah, be tough. Nah, I hear. I hear the XFL. I heard he, yeah, I heard he holds a mean clipboard. Yeah, he will look good doing it with that yeah. red hair. Speaking of, uh, you guys covered the dog days of summer already. I'm assuming. Not right? yet. Not no, yet. We're we're not. Listen, we're, listen. We're there's we're one. Forty five minutes into this, we're getting there. Listen, there's one thing that we have to talk about with dog days of summer, and I don't mean to swing this focus from NFL. If we want to stay here, yeah. but there is two sports going on in the summer. You guys know that, right? There's a little uh, bit of baseball action. There's a NASCAR. little bit. Of, that's not. I mean, it we is golf. Yeah. Golf season. I guess there's three sports. There's three sports. Golf is a Let's sport cross. for sure. So you got you got baseball. Mm-hmm. You've got a little bit of PGA, and you got probably the hottest topic on the market right now, which is the MLS. But so I want to do. I thought you were going. I thought you were going PLL because I'm a huge Water Dogs guy. Well, Water Dogs are amazing. But let's. I want to do. I want to do something really quick. Who? So Scott, I already have yours. I need to know from Nate. Who is the best player, most successful player, and also happens to be your favorite player all time? What? So <laughs> your your favorite, favorite player of all time. 
It just uh, hopefully Peyton that player is also whatever sport you want, whatever sport you want. Who Peyton is your? Manning. All right, so Peyton Manning, right? If Peyton Manning was playing for your favorite team, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess he did, right? He did play. He did play for your Peyton favorite Ball. team, right? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Imagine this, and then Scott, I'm going to do you next. Okay. How would you feel if Peyton Manning, after year one, transfer portal is active back then? He says, "You know what? I'm going to go to Alabama and play." How would you feel? Because I know you hate Alabama the most. Oh God! All right, cool. That's the, yep. That's the reaction. Ugh. Scott, LeBron James, right? You're probably yeah. your favorite athlete of all time. How would yeah. you feel if he went to the Boston Celtics? Yeah, not not good about it. Not at all. Okay. So now you all know where I'm going with this with the MLS. That is how I feel <laughs> about Messi going to the freaking Inter Miami. Which, by the way, I do have to bring a point. He has not signed a contract yet. Is he going or is he not? But if he does, it's a crazy contract. I just wanted you guys to kind of get in your headspace of how I feel about the mm-hmm. move as an Orlando City fan. Just so, get exercise. Yeah, okay. so but, we won't spend too much time on it. No, 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 no. This is this is appropriate. This is appropriate <laughs> this talk. Is, this is this is this is what the dog days is all about. Correct. Do you think I want to talk about the home run derby or who's going to yeah. be like the leading getter? Like, no, we will. Yeah, we'll talk about that a different day. We got yeah. a couple weeks until we put a future in on who's winning the home run derby. Um, <laughs> no, this is a, this is a great talking point because I want I want to bring the attention because I still don't understand it because the European league that Messi was playing in mm-hmm. um, the most popular, the most competitive soccer league in the world. Correct. So you no, have, he was, he was, in, what, he was in France. You know, like what are the different like leagues? He was like, in France. You have, you have the English premier league. You mm-hmm. have La Liga, which is probably the, yep, the most people are going to argue top two. So that's Spain. So Spain, Spain is the league. EPL is English premier league. In Do it by tears. Um, so tier it, one, it, tier one leagues. Tier, which tier, are they? Tier one is a league, and you don't count what yeah. happens in Champions League. You're gonna go, yeah, English yeah, Champions Premier League. league. Throw that away. So, so, oh, just so tier English, one English Premier League, top to bottom, most competitive league, mm-hmm. toughest okay. teams. There's a reason they get four teams in the Champions League every year. Okay. Second would probably be La Liga. Mm-hmm. La Liga, where's that at? Uh, that's Spain. Spain. So okay. you could honestly put them in a tier together, tier one, right? Messi okay. played in La Liga for Barcelona at one time. He just he did not come from Barcelona to where he's going to be in Miami. Then you have, I would say, tier two. You have the Bundesliga, which is the German league, and right there with it, you have the French league. And I'm blanking on the name of the French league, and I can't believe I'm blanking the Wee but Wee you, League. <laughs> but they're also they're also a very competitive league. And then you start falling okay. into your tier three. Um, and I'm probably blanking on another league I could put in tier two that's okay. super ultra competitive. Does each country have their own league? Yes, pretty for the most part, yes. The the exception would be like Wales doesn't have their own league because they're part of the what used to be called the British Premier League, the English Premier League. So like, okay. um, but Scotland has their own league. Um, really? Yeah, Scotland has their own league, so they're not okay. a part of the the EPL or anything like that. So you 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 are taking Messi from a tier two league. And MLS is what you would call like a, um, it's kind of like a, you can't, it's hard to call it a retirement league. It's more of a, think of baseball and think of like, uh, what is it? Is it double A that, or triple A that goes straight to the majors most of the time, Scott? Yeah. I mean, so there's tri- a lot, a lot that will skip triple A, but yeah, uh, majority, so majority of the time you're going. Yeah, so look yeah. at it as your double A or triple A league. So the MLS right now is getting young talent from, um, South America and other places in the world. And then they have their own academies and they're building them up and basically sending them away to the, to the bigger tier one, tier two countries and clubs. Right. So that's kind of what the MLS is bringing. And then, and then 
with the MLS, you can sign three guys that are on ma- what we would call a max contract. They're called designated players. They're above the salary cap, cap limit that the MLS has. So you bring in a guy like Messi. You bring in a guy um, like Wayne Rooney. May guys, you might recognize the name. Um, Ricardo Kakai, uh, Nani. These these big name players, right? They come in as designated players. So you can only have three retirement type players on your team, or you know, up and comers on your team. So it's very um, it's very different because a lot of people want to call MLS a retirement league. It's not a great league. Yes, I agree. It's not a great league, but I don't look at it as a retirement league. I look at it as a farm league because we are sending players overseas uh, all the time. So you're getting some retirement type players, but it's realistically, it's more of a farm league. So like in baseball terms, thinking you're double A, triple A type teams. My biggest question about, about the, the move for Messi is that there are a lot of people dogging it saying that, like, you know, he did it for the cash grab. Like, it's not competitive. Like, is this a comparison, like, if LeBron takes a contract to play in China at the end of his career? Or is this, like, Mike Trout, like, when he's 40 years old, like, he can't play in the league, but, you know, a team wants to give him a chance and he goes down to their AAA to, like, try to figure things out. Like, is that what this comparison is? Like, why why is it messy? Is Messi not staying in there? in the competitive league because he can't compete at the highest level anymore, or is he strictly doing this as a cash grab? So I don't think it's I actually don't think it's any of those things. And I don't think you can really compare it to like a LeBron or something. The only way you can compare it to LeBron, Messi had a one point and I'm not, I'm maybe off by like a million or two here, $1.4 billion offer to play three years in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. It's not about a cash grab. If it was a billion. Correct. Yes. And, that, and like I said, it could be, it, it was over. Like, it was over four hundred million a year for three years. Oh so God. he turned that. So it's not a cash grab, as much as it could be. What His I'm wife thinking, wanting to live in Miami. Them wanting to move to America to live in Miami for their kid to have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, the potential that he's going to get to own an an MLS team yeah. one day, just like David Beckham, and then and then he's already branded by Adidas, so he's getting a giant chunk of money from Adidas yeah. and Apple. So any new subscriptions. Since they announced he was coming to the league on Apple TV, worldwide, he gets a cut of. Any jersey sales or anything from Miami, uh, he will get a cut of. And then mm-hmm. he's going to be making, it looks like, $50 million a year for three mm-hmm. years. So $150 million. So, again, he's, it's it's a lot of money. But yeah, he, so, and he already one, has more money than he can correct. spend. So I don't know if it's a cash grab, if he just wanted to get out of – it's not a cash grab. It it's so confusing because – you yeah, know, it's not a cash grab because it's, it, because if it was, he would have gone to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, he would have right? taken the yeah the blood money. But um, it's just it's just so weird because like I look at him as the the goat. Like you know, we saw him in the World Cup, and it was him and Mbappe, and like in in the finals, and they're just so good. And it's like if he can still compete at that level, it's just weird that the the competitor in these athletes are so high that you would you think that there is a reason why why he's going he's coming to America it's not just the money like it's just so hard to like if you're not a diehard fan and see it to look at and be like this guy's washed and he's coming to like the MLS which we all know the MLS how how many guys for the the US national team play in the MLS 
Like it's uh, not a high percentage of not them, anymore. Right? Not anymore. There's probably yeah. they have a when, game, our team, when, a, when our team was bad. There was a lot of guys that played yeah. in the MLS, but they probably have, they play um, a lot of international. They play in a tournament game against my, uh, Mexico tonight, and I think I saw like seven. Yeah, yeah, they play Mexico tonight. I think that I think they have maybe seven or eight guys that play in the MLS, but that doesn't mean they're starting. I mean, you got to remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, starters, it's eleven players, just like in just like in American football, eleven players on the field, and then uh, you can only sub three guys on. But you have a twenty-one man roster. I could be off on that number. So you, you're actually in the in the World Cup. It's like a twenty-four man yeah. roster, but three guys are reserves that can't be subbed in or out unless mm-hmm. you declare it before. It's kind of confusing, but yeah. either way. Uh, American players are now seeing, and this is something I said about eight years ago to my buddy who coaches soccer back in Alabama. The only way America will ever be able to compete for World Cup is to get the heck out of America and go overseas and get into their academies, like Christian Pulisic did with uh, overseas with uh, the Bundesliga with uh, Borussia Dortmund. So I mean, you you have to not be yeah, America we- to be good. Not to you can be a good American player, for instance. Um, but our greatest if you're a goal, if you're a goalkeeper, different, different America's sport. okay. <laughs> yeah, correct, correct. Like if you're a goalkeeper, you can play in the MLS and then go overseas. I mean, it's that's proven time. Look what Tim Howard did back in the was it the 08 World Cup? 08, like, yeah, the where 08, he saved yeah. like 20, 20 saves against. Um, it was so good. Like I mean, and he played, yeah. he played, he played overseas a lot, but he also played a lot in America as well. So yeah. I mean, it, there's very spe- specific positions where you can get away with it in America, but yeah, for the most part. You got to be overseas to be a successful soccer player. So yeah. Well, well look does, at that. We does the messy in here? Know, right? <laughs> Not expected. Does the messy move to Miami tarnish his legacy? No, no, oh. because at his age it doesn't. I think he's what thirty four. At thirty four, okay. at thirty four, the only guys getting playing time at big time clubs are guys like. Take Zlatan Ibrahimovic, for instance. He was here in MLS. He went back to Milan to retire. But he only played in the big-time games when he was there. Would you so rather 34, see – that? What is that, like, comparison to like, – 34 is like a like, uh, 20 – road. A, it'd be like a thir- – it, and it's rare to see, but it would be like a 30-year-old running back in the NFL. It's rare. You know, like – maybe, right, maybe, yeah. tw- maybe 29, 20, 29, 30. It's a hard comparison to the NFL. Maybe – uh, how old, is, how old is LeBron right now? He's like 39. So it's really unheard of to play past your 40s in the NBA for the most part, especially at his position. So okay. I would say like NBA-wise, you're looking at like – So he's, he's like he's like 35, 36 for NBA years. So if he made this move when he was like 25. Oh, no, that's your prime. You're not here now. That that would be disgraceful. Yeah. That would be him just coming here to say – That's Jim Brown retiring. First off, he couldn't. He he. We wouldn't have enough money to pay him at his at his level at twenty five. Okay. But, but second off, like he's coming here to play with, he's coming here to play with guys that you guys as casuals or guys that don't really care about soccer would never have a clue who they are. Is Why he, it would make no sense? Is he coming? Is he coming to elevate the MLS? Is that like? You know, and that's like what a lot the of people president like, hey, I, I think you people come just here, don't know. If you come exactly here, can you elevate why? us to a next level? He's been really well. He's going to elevate the fan. The, the, he's going to elevate viewership Correct. for sure. Absolutely, I understand that. Which is which is why every single MLS team's having to kick in some money for his salary. Which is the wildest thing in sports to think about. Like as an Orlando City fan, we're going to be giving Miami money to pay Messi's salary, but every single MLS franchise agreed to do it because they know. 
you know, when he comes to town, the they're stadium's gonna, gonna be sold out. Yeah. People are gonna watch it. It's gonna it's gonna get guys. For he's, instance, there's a there's a guy that plays branding. for Orlando. Yeah, there's a guy that plays it's for Orlando smart. now. That's his smart name is, branding. Um, for Fagundo Torres, Arsenal was looking to pay twenty million for him last year. If Messi comes to down and Fagundo has a great game, he's gonna be getting offers for fifty million dollars. I mean, it's only going yeah. to help the game. So he's like, so his his brand, his name alone is so freaking global that he can come to America where we're a third tier three level fourth, tier fourth, four level yeah, three or league four. and elevate it by the time he's done playing to elevate it up to a three or a two. Mm-hmm. Pot- potentially. potentially. Again, again, you gotta remember MLS is salary capped. And the reason that salary capped a little history lesson there was a thing called the North American Soccer League. You guys probably know a guy named uh, Paley, right? You've heard of him. Just, just a little yeah. guy. Yeah, right. Just so he, he, came, he retired, and then he decided, hey, I'm going to go play for the New York Metro Stars in the NASL. Well, along with him came some uh, – I think Maradona came, a couple of big-name guys. Well, when they were done playing, it left the franchise in shambles. Because they paid so much money for him. There was no salary cap. Yeah. Nobody cared after that. But with the MLS being salary capped, you know, Messi is going to come and going to elevate it. But the MLS won't just disappear off into the sunset. But it's also the reason I think we will never be a tier two, tier one because we are salary capped. We won't pay the big guys gotcha. to come here. But also the big guys don't want to come here. Think about yeah, how big, think about how big England is compared to America. Yeah. You got to go from Miami to L.A. to play a game. The furthest you go is from the north of England to the south of England. That's like going to Orlando to what Philadelphia for a game. Maybe not even that far. Like yeah. it's okay. it, guys it's don't want to play here because the travel sucks and teams are still using turf, which is the biggest slap in the face to soccer, in my opinion, awesome. you could possibly have for the World Cup when it's here. Every single stadium, Atlanta, Dallas, they have to have real grass put on their field, or they or, or the, they won't play the games. They'll have to find somewhere else to play. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yep. Yeah, just so, but they'll, they'll generate the revenue to. Oh, to I know they. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. I'm excited for the World Cup to be in America. Like, I mean, I probably won't be. I probably won't be able to see an American team game. You're coming down like, to Miami, and we'll come up to Atlanta. We'll we'll see some. We'll see yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. Where I where I'm at, I can go. I can go Miami or Atlanta. I'm gonna see a game. I don't care who it is. I just want to see a game. Yeah, it'll be electric. It'll be cool. Sorry, we can we can get off soccer now. We spent like twenty minutes. No, we're good. No, it's good. Yeah, this is the summer is what we're talking about here. You know, yeah, well, the, the, the is, summer is, is such a grind. This is just porch talk. You know what I mean? So, just just no, I have a lot of questions. The dog days is so yeah. There is there's a lot a lot of that's our that's our soccer talk of the year right there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, no, it's all, all good. It's all good talk soccer though. But all, uh, all good stuff for sure. It's fun. Edu- it's fun educating people because, like, most Americans are like just like you guys and a lot of our listeners. They never. But with Messi, but with Messi, this is exactly what the MLS wanted. Yeah, he, he, he turned the game over, and now you know people are interested. People are interested because they want to see the they want to see the LeBron of the soccer. About it, yeah, because it's a business. Correct. It's sports business. It's so smart, and kudos on them. Question is. Can anybody in the world do what he's doing right now and elevate and instantly elevate without even playing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, just no, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. It only could, it um, only could be a soccer player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. I mean, the, the next the next guy up for something like this will be Mbappe, but he's a little a lot younger. I mean, I mean, so you're looking 
Uh, and that's really it. I mean, there's no – right now we're in such a – I mean, I guess Erling Holland is what, what he did with Man City, just destroying the, the entire league. But, like, even he is not such a big name as Messi. Even – I mean – Ronaldo could have done this, but he went and took the Saudi money. I mean, that's where he's at. He's in Saudi Arabia. So, I mean, he could have taken – he could have – which is fine, but Ronaldo Ronaldo well, is um, – He lived toward that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, not anybody could do it now. It's 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 a once-in-a-lifetime player coming over to hopefully elevate the game, and then yeah. it's going to be the David Beckham effect. Who the hell would not want to play for David Beckham or, or, or Messi one day, you know, when they own a club? Yeah, so. that makes a lot of sense. You know, being us, you know, just you know, American foot, you know, American football lovers, like we don't understand the magnitude of a Messi, of a Ronaldo. We don't, we don't, we just don't have those type of players in the states. Like, yeah, LeBron's global, but he's not that global. The closest player I can com- compare it to for an American athlete would be when Kobe Bryant went over with the redeem team and how it was in was it Japan or is it China it was that China. year Beijing. and how, Beijing. how people just freaked out over him because Kobe yeah. was such a, but Kobe was an internationally well-known guy. Uh, he, I think he grew up a little bit in Argentina or parents did or something. So, I mean, he was a global name for the yeah. sport of basketball. So, I mean, that's the closest American athlete I can compare him to. Cause even LeBron's really, yeah, he's known worldwide, but I think Kobe was more liked worldwide than LeBron is. Gotcha. So, I mean, that's okay. the closest player I think cool. you can compare him to. Cool, cool, cool. You know, well, you know Nick, we're going to give you a – that was a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, uh, educated uh, football. The history uh, lesson, yeah. History lesson on that. And, you know, if you're listening to us, thank you for, you know, staying with us during that soccer talk. Now we're going to segue into the next stuff, uh, and that's going to be dog days of summer talk. We got some football to talk. We got some baseball midseason classic. Man, we have all kinds of stuff. So, Scott, lead us off, man. Lead us off. Uh, I'll, I'll lead us off with this. The um, This course is just beating everyone up. Like, these guys putting look like us last weekend. Like, they're sure. like two, they're like two and three putting every hole. Like, it, it, it looks brutal out there. I'm so. sure these uh, greens aren't as bad as the ones we played, though. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> they're, they're fast. They're, they're quick and they're so loped. Oh, I don't know yeah. if you've seen any of the. I'm about to go back to it right clips. now. Yeah, well, did you hear what? Uh, I don't know if you guys heard Max. Is it Max Homa? Whom? Yeah. How do you say? Um, when he was talking, when he was talking on a podcast I was listening to today, he said, "You know, the greens are fast, but what a lot of people don't know is just on the other side of the greens, those that that rough is so thick. Like guys, yeah. if they didn't have spotters, they would lose their ball in it because it's yeah. so thick." We were just talking so, about it before you came on. Um, yeah. um, Rory with just flopped it out of the out of the rough onto the green, and it looked like a pasture. Yeah, it's like brutal. Before, before you cut it, like it was brutal. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Ugh. Yeah, I don't so, know how. I don't know how they're they're doing it. Like God, God bless them. Like Shoffley and or like have have a day. And Rory's minus five through eight. Like he's he's on a feeling, he's on a minus twelve it. pace right now. Like didn't somebody yeah. shoot a sixty two today? Yeah, Ricky Fowler and uh, Xander Fowler. both yeah. shot sixty two today. Uh, that's Rory crazy. Might. Of course, Max sixty one, as you know. Yeah, Max, yeah, Max yeah, is a sixty one. Max, Max has massive. It. Love it. 
Golf is so much fun. I love it so much. Uh, it's so great. And like after you watch it and then play it, like you just you're able to appreciate uh, like how so good they are. They just strike everything. This is why like, I don't play golf right here, guys. This is why I, all right. we're not them. We're gonna have fun doing it, man. Yeah. I'll I'll play um, one day with you guys. I promise. Uh, dude, it's just just vibes. It's just it's I'm putting uh, it out there. Here you go. Yeah, we're just we were just pounding twisted teas and and seltzers and listening there. to Tim McGraw. Like back, the first back porch invitational will be cool. in three years. Let's do it. We'll do it at Kingsridge right down the road. Kingsridge, former, former, former um, PGA course. Yep, yeah, used to be on tour. We drove past. It it. Yeah, yeah, that, that one's uh, up, up twenty-seven on the right. It's in a fifty-five yeah, plus community now. I love yeah. it. Let's do it. It's, it's, You're hearing this five years from now. Get your clubs ready. The back porch golf invitational yeah. first annual. Yeah, we might have the poker invitational this fall. Is what it's yep. what it's we'll probably yeah, we'll have that too. Yeah, that'll be.